Welcome back to the Lady Girl Podcast. We're your lady girls. I'm Courtney. I'm Cassie. And we're so glad you're here. This is season two. Oh, we going ahead. We're just jumping. Might as well. So, right? It's been so long. Yeah. Oh, disclaimer, if the audio is bad, it's because I have an AirPod, so I'm the I'm the problem this time, not Courtney. This is so crazy, Cassie. For everyone listening. Cassie and I have not talked to each other since, like, Barbie. Like, yeah, since, like, July. Which is so wild. We I mean, we've had messages here and there, but yeah. not really, like, the usual, no. No, we were literally talking every single day for, like, eight hours a day. All which, which, let's be honest, was probably an unhealthy habit to start. Well. <laughs> But it was fun while it lasted. It was fun while it lasted. And then you know, we had a good time. We literally went from talking consistently all the time. To well, then we saw each other in person. And yeah. it was pretty much after we saw each other in person, we were like, we just didn't talk to each other. <laughs> Which is so crazy and weird. Like, we literally spent almost two weeks with each other. And then we just stopped talking. <laughs> just stopped talking. Maybe we needed a break. No, but it, we had so much fun. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it that. wasn't like we had a blowout or anything, and like didn't talk to each other. We just didn't talk. I think but I think we do that sometimes. Yeah, and it's also like life got so ridiculously busy that like yeah. we didn't have time to have long phone calls. And I think we both knew if we called each other, it would be like hours and hours, hours long. long. And we just really had to focus, like, because I left your house was that like beginning of June and then mm, yeah. we talked here and there but we tried to record a bunch of podcasts at your house then I lost a bunch of them quite the issue so those were never posted and then we were like texting here and there a couple phone calls but like we were prime bar exam so mm -hmm. like there was no way to like really stay in touch and then we took the bar exam woohoo Yay. That happened. That happened. I forgot. I, I don't forget that it happened because it was, like, traumatizing. But yeah, but you, you put it in the back of your mind so you don't get the flashbacks, the yeah. night terrors. I'm trying just to, like, not think about it until I find out how we did. Um, wait, do you know how you did? No, not yet. I do, and I did not. Oh, I didn't okay. pass it. That's okay. I know, but I'm like, do I even want to take it again? It was so bad. Like, I actually, it was so bad. No, it was, like, traumatizing. It was traumatizing. And this time, it's in person. So me sitting in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium with 4,000 other people just sounds like an actual nightmare. Well, I mean, that's definitely something about. But also, my life has been, like, completely derailed, so I don't know what I'm doing or what is going on, so I'm just vibing right now. Because, okay, for all of those listening, and for myself and Cassie, since we haven't talked, I don't know what the hell is going on in Cassie's life. All I know is on Find My Friends, you're back in the <laughs> So, you guys, I've moved. My lease was up. And so I had like all these job interviews lined up and I was supposed to do that. And then my mom was just like, no, 
you're just going to come home and like figure stuff out because there's no reason for you to just like push it because the play they didn't pay places they didn't pay well it was like forty five thousand dollars a year to work at the doj in miami and i was like that won't cover rent anywhere so mom was like no and then she was like well keep looking and see if you can find somewhere to live and i'm just gonna say this now stop going to florida stop there's literally nowhere to live i was looking for an apartment there was an apartment in north miami that had no air conditioning oh and one that was like $2,500 a month for the security deposit was $19,000. What? Yeah. And then the rest were just like penthouses. Okay. So, so I was like, even if I wanted to move, I couldn't. So I came back home and everything has just gone wrong since then. Uh, my brake fell off my car. Did I tell you that? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it fell off my car, and it's still off my car because we got the new part, but they gave me the wrong one, so I'm trapped at home anyways. So what are you doing while you're home? Right now, I'm ta- I was told that I needed to take a break. Okay. <laughs> I was told to take one, so that's good. I'm doing that until I'm, I'm like, I really can't do anything until my car is fixed, because even if I was like, going to go work, I couldn't. Because yeah. I literally don't have the mode of transportation. And then I'm not going to have my car because my, it's going to be sold. So honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do. When I tell you guys, my, my whole life is just like flying by the seat of someone else's decisions at the moment. It literally is someone else's decision. Why are you selling your car? Because it's um, moving, living in New England, like eight my car up they like rusted it up and so now there's all these problems and they're gonna get rid of it like over there was new car so she's gonna take my car trade it in for a new car so for all of y'all who are stressed just listening to the fact that i don't know what's going on but honestly here's my thing i think that's okay like you're yeah, nothing wrong. I think it happens to people all the time. It is one of those moments where you're like, it's very discouraging because when you have a plan and then you have no plan, right. you don't know where to start a plan. Because that was the thing. I was like, I don't even know where to start. And that was where my mom was like, but you just need to take a break. Like, no, just yeah. take a breather. Because yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to stay here. I might move again. Yeah. Don't even get me started on moving again. But I'm probably going to move again because I don't think staying in my hometown is gonna work so then I'll move I'll move again to another town (laughs) you don't have to figure that all I agree like with your mom like you yeah I think the the breather is yeah especially like it sounds like you've been like hella stressed oh it's been non-stop since July 27th (laughs) like day one of the bar exam and then I was told that I was moving that Friday oh so it it literally has been and I moved out of my apartment in one day (laughs) like I literally had nothing to go off of I was just it was up and out but you know what like so I figured out you could decide it's been it's been uh Difficult to live, laugh, love in these conditions. Yeah. It's been difficult. I, I feel that. But you're going to either. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult. 
you're you can either take the Florida bar exam, you could take the Mississippi bar exam, you could take a different state in general, you could not take the bar exam and just do something else. Like, who knows? I think right now I'm going to just do something. Probably like legal related, like be a paralegal or something for a little while because I think what I need is like a breather. Yeah. Because I was talking to my mom, I was like, I've been going full force for almost like 10 years. Yeah, that's very true. And I was like, and I've moved every six months for like 10 years. I was like, it's been insane. Yeah. I was like, at least here, there's people around. Granted, in my hometown, I haven't seen a single person that I've known. (laughs) You know, there's people around and like, I'm familiar with the area. I forgot how, like, eclectic the state of Mississippi is. Yeah. Like, that's the correct word to use. It's eclectic. Like, I saw some peop- somebody having a barbecue on their front lawn, and I was like, I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, that's cute. So I was like, this is nice. No, I, I get it. And, like, I mean, it's not the same thing, but, like, I – had to go home last year for a period of time. Remember, I've definitely talked about mm-hmm. it on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. And I went home for like three-ish months, I think. And like, I consider, sorry, I'm getting all these freaking messages. Like the one time I need people to like chill, everyone's messaging me. And then all day I get no messages from anyone. <laughs> oh no, because this is prime time. Everyone's like, nah, my show's about to come on. Let me see yeah. what everyone's doing. But anyway, um, but I think it's important, like, sometimes to, like, take a break, and I think you're just in that phase right now, and eventually, like, you'll figure out what you want to do, whether that's staying or going somewhere else. Yeah, I think it's just, like, I think that's what it is. You got to find your footing for a little bit, and I think if I just rush stuff and force it, that it'll probably make the situation worse. Because, I mean, these are, like, those decisions are lifelong decisions. And right. I shouldn't just be doing them because right. I feel the need to do them. So like, The whole goal is to, like, be happy with what you're doing, right? So. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm, like, I need to just figure out what that is, how I want to do it. Because, like, stuff here has changed. Like, I'm, at, I'm in my childhood bedroom. Yeah. Which I've redecorated so it looks, it looks completely good. different than it did before. It but nice. thanks. This is my my built-in above my bed. But I I moved back home and so I like I'm with my grandmother, but my mom lives somewhere else and then she's getting a house somewhere else. And then like now there are like children everywhere. I you know, I'm not used to like technically I technically have three brothers now yeah wait is your mom married no but they're pretty much married yeah that he's like everyone's like you're the child that's gonna do something (laughs) they got no faith in the other kids god bless (laughs) (laughs) so i am i am now a part of all that but i'm getting used to that because i am 12 years older than the oldest so it's getting used to when I go somewhere having like a 13 year old, a 12 year old and an eight year old like with me all the time, talking all the time. So I'm getting used to that. The times they are a change, like I said, living and laughing and loving, hard to do, <laughs> but it's getting done. I think 
I am the maid of honor in a wedding next weekend. <laughs> oh my god. It's, oh, is it your friend that's getting married? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, she's blowing me up. Something about, I didn't even read the full message, but something about rectangular tables were circle tables. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> circle, circle. Yeah, that's what I said. But she had thought they were circle tables. And she, let me read this message. She said, <laughs> she says, <laughs> hold on. Was just informed that the groomsmen have rectangular tables now. God bless America. I'm ready to pull my hair out. It's been really hard to get excited for this. Well, well, weddings are super stressful. I was talking to my mom and I was like, I don't understand all of it because it's like, it's extremely expensive. It's like crazy expensive and very stressful, but I want to wear the dress. And I want to eat the cake. Yeah. Well, so, my, my friend that's getting married, she's my childhood best friend, like, since first grade. Um, and it's a very, like, low-key wedding, which I think is going to be mm-hmm. really cool. Um, it's in North Carolina, which, I mean, if she's listing Veronica, it makes no sense. No one's <laughs> from North Carolina, okay? But it'll be fun, like, the receptions literally like they just rented this massive like log cabin and like we're literally moving all the furniture and it's just like her close family and friends and like it's like 50 people total and we're all just gonna be like dancing and having fun it's like chill like weekend in the woods with friends kind of vibes which that's I understand that it's the ones where you have like the 100 200 person guest list and it's like see and that's like what I want (laughs) I mean you already know my ideal wedding spot so you know I'm gonna have a big to do (laughs) that's true that's true (laughs) if prime minister of France if you're listening call me because we got some details to work (laughs) that's so funny um well I guess update on my life um so I took the bar exam July 27th and 28th that weekend, I went to Houston, Texas, to mm-hmm. see um, a friend from college, which was really fun. I was there for, like, four days. Yeah, four days. And that was nice because I haven't spent, like, a lot of time with her in, like, two years. And then she's also getting married, so she, like, tried on her wedding dress. And we had, like, a brunch for that, and, like, it was a whole thing. Um, and then I came back to New York and I had, like, um, visitors. Or, oh, no, I came back to New York, and I went out east to Long Island for a weekend mm-hmm. with my friends from law school to, like, celebrate taking the bar. And then the day I came back from that, our college friend came and visited me, <laughs> and she stayed with me with her lab partner for, mm-hmm. like, three days. And that was actually, like, really fun. We went shopping – or not three days, two days. We went shopping around the city, and, like, they are scientists, so they were, like, looking for bugs and stuff, and I was, like, recording myself being uncomfortable, and it was, like, fun. And it was actually a good time. And then um, literally they left, and I had, like, four days, and then I hosted a bachelorette party here for my friend that's getting married next weekend. And so I had all those girls here. 
which was like so fun and it was so cool because we've all known each other literally two of us three of us have known each other since first grade and then the fourth girl we've known since sixth grade so like we all grew up together so it was cool to like have them in New York and like see where I am now and like all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and I think they had a lot of fun and then I had four days and I went to Puerto Rico Oh, that's right. You and Morgan went to Puerto Rico. Yeah, our, our really good friend from college and me went to Puerto Rico, and it was so fun. I, like, I can't discuss everything on the podcast. I will discuss everything with you in private, <laughs> but it was literally, like, the trip of my lifetime, and, like, I went backpacking in Europe for a month. Oh, yeah, I forgot that you did that after you graduated. Yeah. But this was, like, so freaking fun, like, indescribably fun, and it was just so positive, and, like, Morgan and I, like, didn't fight at all, and I'm used to going on vacations with a particular friend who we used to fight all the time, and it, like, ruined stuff, and this was just, like, perfect. Like, we didn't fight. We had fun. We met a bunch of people. We went out of our comfort zones. Morgan... And I, we were hiking in the rainforest. Oh my God. I mean, fun, but that doesn't sound like you guys at all. No, not at all. We literally were just saying yes to everything. And we, Morgan even climbed up. It's the year of yes. That's what what he's talking about. That's what Morgan says. I roll my eyes at that statement. But yes, (laughs) within reasonable parameters. (laughs) (laughs) But then... Um, Morgan actually, we were in the middle of this rainforest on this hike, and we were with this, like, tour group of people who actually all, we all became friends, like, we're in a group chat, we all went out and partied together, like, it was so fun, but at the time, like, oh, by the way, I'm wearing, like, two-piece bathing suits the whole time, because I'm just feeling myself, and Puerto Rican men, like, really like chunkier ladies so I was really I felt so welcomed and it was so cool but anyway I digress we're in the middle of this rainforest we're at this like watering hole situation okay Mm -hmm. and there's this huge rock formation and it's like super slippery it's like wet obviously you're in the rainforest and Morgan amazing climbs up the rock formation with these little local boys I didn't do it I did not do it she climbs up with these little boys and she slides down the rocks. She did. The year of yes. Morgan is conquering. She's she conquering so 2021. And then our guide, it was so crazy. More at by the end of it, Morgan and I were really cussing out this tour guide. It was like ridiculous because he was like, Oh, I'll take y'all to this other place. And we're climbing down. He's like, it's not that hard. We're climbing down boulders, Cassie. That's not an exaggeration full boulders in a bikini like I'm wearing a two-piece bathing suit and nothing else because it's so hot we're going down these boulders we get down there's this bigger swimming pit basically it's like so deep I can't touch beautiful most amazing thing we're down there mind you we had to climb down the boulders okay it took like 15 minutes to get down to this little hole thing it starts pouring down rain like full fledged rainstorm in the rainforest and we're like oh fuck we gotta go like this is dangerous so then we're having to climb up the boulders in the pouring rain it was just wild I don't even know how to describe how wild it was but then we did like we survived obviously and it was very like good memories 
And then um, we just like met a bunch of people and went out. We went to this other island that was like crazy. We literally hired this woman to like take us in her car, not an Uber. Like we hired a woman to drive mm-hmm. us to like go to this little ferry station, like two hours away. And we went out to this island that was like three hours away on the ferry. And like, that was really cool. And anyway, it was just like very fun. Then I came back here. Oh, we extended our flight as well. So we stayed longer okay. than those two. But because it's the year of yes, we were in an Airbnb, like, the whole time, which Mm -hmm. was expensive, but, like, whatever. It was, like, for a long period. We decide, oh, let's stay at the nicest hotel on the island for the days we extend in our flight. One night costs more than the whole week in the Airbnb. That's Yeah, because y'all decided luxury was it. Y'all were like, let's rent a $600 a night room. Oh, more than that. Are you talking like you're doing like plaza prices? <laughs> like, yes, it was the oh Fairmont God. Hotel. They had like, it was the nicest hotel I've ever stayed in in my whole life. They had. Okay, well, then y'all were talking like $1,200 a night. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Morgan was really convincing me that we should be doing all these things. Yeah, but I remember when y'all were going to go canoeing to see the manatees, Morgan almost bought a whole new outfit because I don't know, she didn't want the manatees to see her in a certain color. So she's <laughs> loved Morgan to death, but sometimes the year of yes, it gets Morgan spending a lot so of money. funny because we, I was joking with her because I was like, Morgan, we acted like we were millionaires the entire time in Puerto Rico. And now we're like regretting it because we're like going over the money we owe each other and stuff. And we're like, oh shit. but then I came back here literally the day before I started my job so I came back here on Sunday and I started my job on that Monday um and I've been working from home because my office is still work from home until November 1st Mm -hmm. um which has been going like well it's kind of boring to be honest um so I don't know I'm in a way having a crisis of, I've already called my parents and told them I want to switch careers. Okay, so everybody, just so you know, everything is crumbling everywhere for everyone. <laughs> it's not that it's, like, bad. It's, like, oh. You just start enjoying it that much? During my time of traveling and all this stuff, my dad also came here, and we completely redid my apartment. Because I live by myself now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we knocked down my wall. We ha- I have new furniture. My whole house is totally different, and I love it. But I'm working from home. I'm alone all day all- by myself. Working from home, you don't really have that many assignments. Like, you do some days, but some days you don't. And so it's just, like, a lot of sitting, sitting here by myself. I've been trying to, like, go on walks, but – you know? And I literally was talking to my dad. I was like, am I supposed to, for the next 40, 50 years, just be like, writing contracts? Yeah. That's the legal field. It's boring. It's so boring. And I'm like, sometimes it's interesting and fun. And like, there's been a couple days where like, we'll be like negotiating or something and it's like entertaining. But for the most part, it's so boring. The most fun of law that I've found is, like, clients. 
it's clients. Yeah. It's when you get to talk to the people who, whether they're like, because sometimes you get clients and they have no clue what's going on. So they tell you everything under the sun in hopes that will help you. And then you have some clients who are seasoned professionals. They've been getting sued or suing people for decades. So they know exactly what they want and they come in and they tell you exactly what they want. But I always found like that's what made it fun was like the human interaction. And I think it's harder to like being at home and not seeing your coworkers, like having an office space. Like it sucks when your office is where you live because you feel like you're always at work. And you can't get motivated because you're like, I'm at home. I don't work at home. Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, been okay. I also, like, don't want to go to the office because I don't want to commute. But I'm, like, you know, it's a real toss-up. And so we'll just see how it goes. For right now, I got my first paycheck. So, like, I can't really complain. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, I've been in debt from all my traveling. So I just was paying off my bills. But, you know. But, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess just feel it out figure out what you want to do like big girl money um you really realize like how much the government takes in taxes which is just oh yeah what is what is it new york like 25 it's a lot 25 because then you have you have new york new york city taxes as well on how the city gets you which most people don't have so i'm sure they take about 30 percent vermont took 20 it's a lot, so. It, it's, it hurts your feelings. It really hurts your feelings. I was like, um, do you understand what I could do with all this extra money? You're supposed to get it back in your taxes. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. But anyway, I digress. I've currently been watching uh, for three weeks my friend's dog. Fine. Eh. It's a puppy. Like full-fledged puppy half uh yorkie half shih tzu so real little tiny ball of energy that thing yeah pre-madonna's kind of i used to have shih tzus um and it was not potty trained at all and i didn't know that and so remember how i mentioned how i redid my whole house oh did it ruin like all the white i know you got a lot of white stuff pooing and pissing and it's nasty pets are a commitment that if like if you're not ready to take care of it for the first like six months of its life then i really thought like i'd been talking to my parents and to my friends about getting an animal before i was watching this one and so that's partially why i agreed because i was like oh this is a good test run you know yeah I didn't realize it wasn't trained, or I probably wouldn't have agreed, at least for the entire three weeks, but it's fine. Um, After having it, I do not want to pet anymore, so. No, I am back. I I lived without pets for a long time. I grew up my whole life with pets. You did, too. Yeah. And then I lived without them for a while. Coming back, they're great when you, like, when you're ready for it and you want to receive it, you know? Because there, we have a new cat, and she's like a kitten, so she tears up all my stuff. She bites me all day. I have scratches, and I hate it. Like, I hate it. This dog? And so I was like, oh, I'm not ready for an animal. Yep, that's my exact same thoughts. Um, this dog, 
like I watched our other friend's dog for a long time too like when she was living with me and like when she wasn't and all this stuff um and that dog was a handful because you had to take him out a lot he was huge for New York so like and that's back when I had even less space in my apartment so like that was a lot like he was needy this dog is like not just needy but like poops and pees everywhere and like the other dog you didn't have to worry about that this one its hair is so long because its parents like don't want to get it cut yet and Mm -hmm. when it goes to the restroom it gets it all up in himself so I've had to give him so many baths and he's just like a little stinky guy and so I bought like gates and stuff and I try to keep him in my kitchen for the most part because Mm -hmm. he's just going to the bathroom on all my furniture and we can't have that happen but it's been getting better. We've been trying to train him. He's not barking as much. I'm taking him out, and they come and pick him up on Saturday, so. A few more days. A, a few, few more days. But I don't want an animal. However, I think I want a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I need to lie down for a second. Hold on. And I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, and I, the reason is, is because yesterday I matched that energy. The other day I was like, oh my god, I'm like, am I getting baby fever? I really have it really bad. I don't know why. There are random spells where I go through, and I'm like, if I had a kid, it'd be so cute right now. Like, oh my I'm god, just like holding the dog, and like, don't get me wrong, he is gross. But I was holding him, and I was like, oh, imagine if this was like a little baby. And I actually it loved it. I actually loved it. I, they're great. I mean, babies are so adorable and cute, Honestly, but they're not I yours. Think, when they're not yours, they're even better. I think. When they're yours. It would be easier to take care of a baby than a dog. Mm-mm. How much time have you spent around babies? Long time. Lots of time. I've, like, like 24 hours continuously where the baby yeah. is your responsibility. Yes. And they scream. Yeah. And wake you up. Mm-hmm. Are you guys easier than potty training a dog? No. Here's <laughs> <laughs> my thought process. I mean, the love dog, makes it easier. That's what I'm saying. The love for the baby. And also, babies are at least contained within their crib, diaper, and, like, that surrounding area. Whereas the dog can just poop and piss all over the place. I mean, a baby can, too. Yeah, they get to move it eventually. Listen. I mean, I know what you mean. They're, it's completely different dynamics, but I know what you mean. Like, <laughs> I know what you mean. Right. Like, is not a single <laughs> girl, like, recording a podcast on a Wednesday night being like, I don't want to raise a dog, but I want a child. <laughs> I want a baby. I mean, they're great. Yeah, if someone had a kid, I would probably would, like, never let it go right now, you know? Yeah. I think it's just like I think it I think it's just that age. I also love the idea of like holding it and it falls asleep on your shoulder and you're just like <laughs> and it like does its little like gurgles. I mean I think you need to chill. <laughs> I think you need to chill. I thought about this and I actually I think you need to find a friend that has a baby and babysit that baby. Get your fix because I need my friends to get pregnant. Because I haven't held a baby in a very long time. And honestly, that should be illegal. Because they are so cute and adorable. And 
I, I think I think babies are better than dogs. There are people out there that will disagree. Like Courtney said, they just do more. They do more. Yeah, and they're more fun. And then it's like, oh, like you're trying to mold them into like a human. Whereas a dog, you're like, I'm just trying to like get you not poop and pee everywhere. Yeah, and like a couple tricks. And you sit next to me, but we can't hold a conversation. Gross. Eventually, the baby will hold the conversation. This is the most bizarre conversation. <laughs> I mean, I was shocked when you were like, I don't want a dog, but you know what I do want? A baby. Courtney. I really have been having baby fever, though. I don't know. I think, you know what I, I really want? I think in this stage of my life right now, and just like this whole being by myself all the time, I enjoy it, but I'm ready to fall in love. And I'm over not having people falling in love with me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, I, yeah. I got my hair cut yesterday and the woman was like, you need to get, you need to fall in love. And but, I was like, well, oh. it's not happening right here. And also. <sighs> That's my I mean. My mom was on the phone with me the other day. I started like talking to my mom a little bit more about like dating and stuff, which is odd. But it's been an interesting time because she's like, Courtney, you just, like, need to find a guy, like, keep going on dates, all this stuff. I'm like, listen, I'm obviously doing something wrong because, um, excuse me, why haven't I had a boyfriend yet? Well, I saw this, like, meme on Instagram, and it was like, you know how everybody's doing, like, those slow zooms to, like, Taylor Swift's other streams? on TikTok. Yeah. Well, there was one and it was like wondering why I'm alone and then realizing this is how I look at men and it was like this girl just like being like yeah. <laughs> like what's going on and then I was like that's how I look at people. I saw this. Or maybe very off-putting, but then <laughs> somewhere love just doesn't cross that barrier. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. I think that goes back to I think maybe our dating podcast episode. I have this issue where like people are just my friend. Like, I go on a date, and then they become my friend, and I'm still running into that problem. Um, but I don't know. I also just don't think I'm in the right place. And by place, I mean physical location. Because I wow, – a disaster you, there. When I was in Puerto Rico, I was like, wow. Like, I felt more confident than I have, like, ever felt. I was like – attracted to men they were attracted to me like I was having a good time things were working out I was there for 12 days and then I come to New York it's like freaking I can't even get a boy to like wink at me <laughs> no I mean I have another friend who's trying to like take on the dating scene in New York and it's slim pickings up there it really is it's, it's really tough it's really tough up there I really feel for you guys I do well, then I also, I saw this TikTok, like, since you mentioned that one, it was, like, these two girls, and they're, like, thinking we look good, and they're gonna get hit on at the bar, and <laughs> they, like, sh one shows, like, the girl sitting at the bar, so when she's, like, hunched over, like, looking like a gremlin kind of person, she's, like, this is what I look like, though, <laughs> and it's, like, well, that's me. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, is I'm, like, when you take a step back and really analyze what you do in public, you're like, no wonder why people don't talk to me. But then at the same time, you're like, but I'm a joy. I'm a delight. So approach me. 
I would say I'm kind of aggressive. Okay. I think I'm kind of aggressive in the essence of I'm not going to fawn over you. I'm not going to be that girl that's like batting her eyelashes and be like, oh, you're so cute. Like, oh. I mean, I'm going to have a conversation with you. We're going to get to point A to point B and then yeah. maybe I'll like you five minutes later. No, that's how I am too. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to let you see my vulnerabilities up front. I have a really, oh, uh, I can't talk about it on the podcast, but I have this thing with this boy and I like him and it's just an issue because I don't know how to express that in a way. Like, I literally just want to be like, I like you. Do you like me too? Okay, cool. Can we date each other and like figure that out? But like, it's so weird. And like, there's all these like rules. And I talk to people and they're like, don't be weird. And you're like, but I like, my brother keeps telling me like, don't like let him see that you're crazy. And I'm like, Okay, first of all, I hate the word crazy. But second of all, I am kind of crazy. Like, I just <laughs> I just want to, like, just, like, text me and talk to me. And, like, let's go do fun stuff together. And, like, that's it. Like, we don't have to be, like, some, I don't know, it's not that hard. And it, <laughs> you know? Well, like, relationships now are kind of weird. Like, people are, like, obsessed. Like, I just feel like you have to find somebody that you guys can, like, you're dating and you still have your own little worlds, but people are like, oh, we're dating? Whose apartment do we move in? (laughs) I think my also issue is for some reason, this is, and Cassie, I think you'll agree with this based off of past people who have been in my life. Mm -hmm. I, for some reason, always get involved with people or the people I actually start to like. They live away from me. And that's a problem. Well, distance works. I think ignore what everybody else says. And I think you might have to just be vulnerable. We're going to be vulnerable. And you're going to be like, I like you. I, well, I like they you. said, I like you. And they said, I like you too. But that was like a month ago. Okay. And what's the problem? You want it to move faster? I just like don't understand. I guess. I just, like, don't... You want, like, you want a title. Uh, no. What do you... You don't even know what you want to know what you're asking for to know what you get. You know what I want? I I just don't know if I should say it on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, damn, I could tell you all the details, but, like, I don't know. I, basically, this is where I'm at for the podcast listeners. This is what I'll say. I think it's hard when you are interested in someone and you're both living like very separate lives, right? Like, which I guess makes sense. Like if you're dating someone in your adult life, like you're going to have your people, they have their people, you have your career, they have their career. Like that makes Mm -hmm. sense. But like you have to decide then whether or not you want to like merge your worlds and that's like a big commitment. Oh, didn't you say that the person you like doesn't live where you live? No, they live in a different city. Oh, oh God. Courtney, you may have to let this one go. Because that's a whole thing. That's like, one of you is going to have to decide to like give everything up and move to another place. Or move, because like either they're going to move there or you're going to move there. No, I think in the long term, it like doesn't make a lot of sense. 
But I think in the short term, or at least right now, like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, be my boyfriend. I'm really not. I don't think that would work. I think what I would like is a conversation about, like, hey, like, oh, like, I'm going to come to the city a couple days, like, every once in a while, like, for a weekend, and you could come to my city, and, like, we could hang out, and, like, I'm interested in that because we're both busy right now, or a, yeah, this is going nowhere, like, let's stop wasting our time. Well, the first one sounds like dating, and the second one sounds like not dating, so you either want to be dating them or not dating them. I don't want to put pressure on it because I don't want it to be, like, oh, I'm scared, like, I don't want to make her my girlfriend. I don't know. I'm just feeling insecure about it. I mean, I think what you're looking for is just, like, a casual relationship. Nothing where it's, like, not where it's, like, we don't care about each other, but, like, we are a a thing. Respect us being a thing. But I'm also, like, not interested in seeing other people. Okay, so you want to fully be in a committed relationship from a distance. (laughs) But, like, if they, if they want to see other people, then, like, I guess I could think about it. But I don't want to see people. It sounds like you want to date this person in a committed fashion. And that, I, that's going to be a tough conversation to have. Because you actually have to sit down and you have to have the, what are we? Or the, where is this going? It's, like, so needy and weird. Yeah, there's no way that that doesn't come off as crazy. As your brother said crazy but it's not crazy it's not crazy crazy. it's what you want but it's also like uh like do you say that and ruin like the good stuff going on now or do you say that and like potentially everything's good or do you like lose that person I don't I don't know and we also haven't spent enough time together to really make that decision to be honest then maybe see if y'all can spend more time together before you make, or, like, attempt to have another, like, meeting where you see each other again in person and see. Bring this back into the podcast. Okay, Cassie, so we just cut a little bit, but you heard more of the story. What is your advice? Oh, my advice? You want me to repeat? (laughs) Yes. My advice was, I think you should keep the feelers out. I think you... I don't think you like cut him off completely because you do like this person and it appears that they're putting in some effort some minimal effort minimal and that's the problem with this individual it's minimal maybe that's what I think I'm attracted to people who get minimal fucking effort (laughs) oh you want we we, uh, I do this too I want someone who doesn't care I love I love the aloof I love the loop. Like they it don't care about anything. No sense. Like trauma. It's, it's trauma. It's, it's trauma, right. and we love the trauma, and we love to keep it going. It's trauma. Isn't that the stereotype though of like all the girls want bad guys? Blah blah. It's not that they're bad. It's just like they don't really treat you as well as you deserve to be treated. Which in reality, it's like no, I don't want that. That's a bad thing. But then any guy who actually treats me really well and is like lovey dovey and stuff, I'm like you're smothering me yeah I want I want a mix I want someone who's like she needs her space like it's very aware of who I am oh my god these are so chaotic welcome back to season two everyone Courtney and Cassie have not changed we're fucking wild <laughs> we're like oh I don't know about what's going on in life oh also I want babies but not puppies and also me like 
boys. I want them to treat me badly. (laughs) (laughs) I want them to hate me, but also adore me and be completely obsessed. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I think I, I was, I would say I'm very much like a cat, if that makes any sense. I want attention when I want attention, and I will come to you when I want the attention. That's how I feel like I am with, like, men, but if you give me attention and I don't want the attention, get away from me. And so I want a guy who's a cat guy, because I'm a cat person. (laughs) You know what I think this sounds like? I think this sounds like, Courtney and Cassie are probably not ready to be together. and both of us need to just chill I know I was like the other day I was thinking I was like should I turn my bumble on because I turned it off before I came home because god forbid if I saw them from high school I'd actually die so I was like I can't I can't I can't (laughs) part of me is like over it like I dated a lot this summer and like it was fun and like whatever but then another part of me is also like, damn, I'm 25, I'm going to be 26, my clock is ticking, and I hate that women- Your clock? You got like 10 more years before you really got to worry about the clock, school. You got time. We're only 25. We act like we're half in the grave. I'm almost- Don't you dare say 30. Don't you dare say- Oh, you are almost 26. I'm almost 26. I know. Don't panic. Don't panic. Don't. <laughs> oh, oh, you're like, Courtney, you have so much time. And Don't then panic. I'm almost 26, and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Don't, panic. Don't panic. Jennifer Aniston isn't married. Jennifer Aniston isn't married, and she has no children. Yeah, but I want children. Okay. That's, you can consider that later on. There's other options. There's other options. Angelina, Angelina Jolie's not married. She was. She got two. But she's not. Children. Um, who else is a, uh, Lady Gaga is not married. <laughs> Miss Gaga is Listen, not married. so many amazing, wonderful, powerful women are not married. And don't get me wrong. I have always said, I would like a husband, but I don't need a husband to be a mom. And I meant to be a mom. And I fully do believe in that. And if I turn 35, that's always been my, my age of like, mm-hmm. if I'm 35 and I'm still not in any sort of committed relationship, like I'll just have babies on my own. Like, all adopt mm-hmm. babies or like whatever especially if I can like I don't know I just feel like if I can support a child and like give them a life then like I should do that but I would like a husband you would like the traditional route but it's not mandatory well I'm not even I like I don't even I, mm, I don't know if traditional is the correct word because I'm not sure I want to birth a baby I know I was like Ugh. I don't know if I want to. I think I'd do it once. I think I'd for sure do it once. I know I don't want any. Like I know I want more than one child, but I think I would give birth to at least one. Um, I want to. I guess I take that back. I would. I would have babies on my own. It's going to be difficult for me to because of some medical stuff. Um, so like I don't know where I and I think that that all kind of depends on. If I'm with a partner, if I'm not with a partner, how old I am, where I'm at. I think, I think we are putting the cart before the horse here. I think we're getting way too ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I do too. I can't and even this, think so on more and than this four is, dates. 
This is another example of why we're not ready for a relationship because we're over here talking about giving birth. <laughs> Literally no prospects. <laughs> <sighs> Literally absolutely no prospects. Yeah. Wow. This I didn't know that this entire podcast would be about babies. It's like a, I think it's because it's just been on my mind lately because I've like not really known what to do about this like person in my life. But then I've also been in like this weird phase of like, okay, like right before we started the podcast, I got a text message from one of my old Bumble matches that said, hey, you want to do something on Friday? Because like, we're just friends. <laughs> and like, I'm just like so over it. I'm so over just being friended you know yeah yeah it's annoying like it's nice and like don't get me wrong this particular person has actually become a really good friend but like you know I mean it's a headache I mean my you know my life the only text message I've gotten from a man as of late was this guy that I interned with like two years ago he sent me a picture of me and him on a coffee mug that he had (laughs) oh (laughs) It's not weird. It's like a picture we took for work and his boss gave it to him. Cassie, when you told me that he sent you a picture of the two of you on a coffee mug, I thought he had a coffee mug specifically made with a picture of no. just the two of you. And I was going to say, I think you should block this man's number. <laughs> <laughs> and you should run away. Because <laughs> it sounds really crazy. I mean, yeah, that would be weird. I mean, at first I was a little alarmed. And then he said... My boss made this for me. That's really funny. And I was like, oh, love the mug. Uh, weird. But also, that's the only contact I've had, and it's been kind of almost serial killer-y. So, the vibes. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I will say, I have been trying to focus more on, like, my female relationships and forming, like, better friendships and stuff, and I've really been enjoying that, and I've been getting a lot of value out of that instead of focusing on romantic relationships, and so I think I'm just going to stick to that for a little while, and I I think it's a good thing because boys can come and go, but your girls always got your back. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I've been talking to some people I haven't talked to in a very long time. All right, so this podcast has definitely been, like, literally, I mean, all over the place. I don't even really know what we've all talked about, but what's the plan for the podcast going forward? I mean, it could be anything, really. I mean, conversation-wise, we have a lot of stuff we could talk about. Yeah, I I think we should just get back to, I mean, I do feel very like loved and the fact that we've had a few people reach out to us being like where's the podcast what happened to it Mm -hmm. um I think we should just get back to like a weekly schedule because I really did have so much fun recording and I think it's like a really good thing and I think now that we're both like trying to figure out this next phase of life it's going to be even more like fun to record and get together at least once a week to like talk about stuff and catch up um Mm -hmm. So I guess you mentioned to me in text recording on Wednesdays, which works for me. Yeah. And then we do Wednesdays. Post on Thursdays. Thursdays or Fridays. What do you want to do? I don't care. Probably Fridays. Let's give ourselves 24 hours to put everything together. Because then you want to do videos. 
oh yeah, I guess we can, but we should not do this one video. Okay. Maybe we start that next time. Okay. Okay, so are we still cut or are we still <laughs> No, I think we're we're just letting everyone hear our process. Okay, I was like Okay, so we're going to record on Wednesdays, post on Fridays now. We used to post on Wednesdays, right? Mm-hmm. But let's post on Fridays. I think that's good. Yeah. We got to revamp the Instagram. Oh, God. That's going to be... Y'all, in social media Maybe what we do is, like, we just chill with, like, the social media. We just kind of, like, do whatever we want. We'll post little stories with the episodes. Yes, because I didn't tell you about this, but I've been avoiding Instagram because my Instagram, I don't know what happened. And I'm going to say this, and you're going to be like, Cassie, why are you avoiding Instagram because of this? But it's because I I don't know where it's going to go. I I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm not even feeding into the algorithm. I'm completely off Instagram. I got on Instagram one day, and my entire Explore page was just like BTS. Oh, odd. It was, I know, it was nothing, if you're a BTS fan, I don't have anything against BTS, that song Butter Slaps, okay, it's a good song, but I was like, no, 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 I'm not getting on Instagram if BTS is going to be shoved up my throat, because one, I don't know nothing about no BTS, two, I don't have time. Obviously, my life is in shambles, and I don't need to pick up something. I, don't I have think time for. if you're not getting joy from social media, then you should step away for a while. I think that's good. Yeah, so I, I saw that. My explore page was completely BTS, and I immediately was like, no more Instagram. Again, nothing against BTS for all those fans out there. Sometimes things like that happen. I but I was been- like, Instagram is like, she has nothing but time. She needs an obsession. We'll give her something people. I have been pretty active still on stories, but I will say I haven't really been scrolling through, like, my Instagram feed at all. Like, I kind of don't really know what people are doing, like, because I'm watching stories and stuff, but I'm not really scrolling through because I found myself in a place of comparison a lot lately. And, you know, my favorite quote, comparison is the thief of joy. And it's just making me feel a little bit bad because, you know, I'm not feeling as confident in my body right now. And I just need to, like, not be looking at everybody else. Yeah. I think that's, like, a downside of social media is it's just, like, it's a high, it's the highlight reel of everyone's life. Yeah. They get to put their best foot forward, but... It makes you feel bad sometimes when you're like, I don't even have that foot to put forward. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We'll post this on Friday. Hopefully everybody listens. Um, and then we'll do something next week and it'll be fun. And we're going to just have a good time with this. Like the whole goal was in the first place. Yes. Okay. How did I close it out? I forgot. I think we just said bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I would always say follow us on Instagram. We just said we weren't doing Instagram. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna like I'm gonna do a little on the Instagram, but not like a lot. Okay. I'm gonna put pressure on the Instagram. Oh, I'm you know I'm gonna leave us with. We'll get we'll see you when we see you because <laughs> right. See you when we see you. We'll, we'll see, see you. When we no, see we'll see you next. We'll see you the next Friday. Yeah, well, I mean we'll post. Instagram may not be popping, but there will be content being created. Yeah. That's where you can contact us if you have suggestions. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, please, people. The Instagram DMs have been so dry. Honestly, Instagram's just not really working for us. <laughs> everyone who listens, who, like, has ideas or things to say, just texts us. And, like, we appreciate everyone and our friends, but, like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, like, that's the channel. I got a weird DM. You know what? We, this is going to go so well. Okay, so well. okay. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.